This program is brought to you by the University of Southern Queensland. What's up everyone? My name is Russell and what time is it? It is Hero Time in which I'll be bringing you up to date on all the latest in pop culture news for your hearing pleasure. Coming up this week, the mind-blowing trailer for the new Matrix movie is finally here. God of War Ragnarok has revealed the gameplay trailer, a new look at Spider-Man 2 for the PS5, and Spider-Verse sequel writer started working on the film before the original came out. But first up in our top story, coming from the website of perthnow.com.au, fans have been given a first glimpse of the highly anticipated film The Matrix Resurrections. Details about the fourth film in the franchise has been kept under wraps. But the trailer gives us a taste what's to come with shots of helicopters, high-speed chases, and of course, gravity-defying fights. Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss return as Neo and Trinity, respectively, and a spoiler warning for those who haven't seen the entire trilogy and its final movie. A strange detail given the pair both met their demise and died at the end of the Matrix Revolutions. But it seems the latest installment takes place in an entirely different dystopian reality. And if Jessica Henwick's character sporting a tattoo of a white rabbit is anything to go by, the audience is let back down the rabbit hole. Despite everything Neo and Trinity have been through together, the trailer shows them coming face to face some two decades on and failing to recognize one another. They are joined by the original trilogy members Jada Pinkett Smith and Lambert Wilson, as well as newcomers like Henwick, Yaya Abdul-Mateen II, Neil Patrick Harris, Jonathan Groff, and Priyanka Chopra Jonas. Original cast members Hugo Weaven, who play Agent Smith, declined the role due to a scheduling conflict, and Lawrence Fishburne's character of Morpheus was passed on to Abdul-Mateen II. It has been almost 20 years since the groundbreaking Matrix trilogy came to an end. In 1999, when the first film was released, Lana and Lily Wachowski were little-known filmmakers. But the film was a massive success, ranking in the String Academy Awards and completely revolutionizing the sci-fi, special effects, and action sequences. Given the cultural impact the trilogy continues to have, the fourth release has big expectations to live up to. The Matrix Resurrections is slated for release in cinemas on January the 1st. Up next, reports from IGN confirmed that God of War Ragnarok, the sequel to 2018's God of War, finally got a gameplay trailer last Friday showing Kratos and Atreus bickering as ever and of course, slashing their way through enemy hordes. Revealed at the PlayStation Showcase event last week, it looks like a much more beautiful continuation of where the last game left off. It also gave us the look at both Thor and Freya, the game's main antagonists. Mjolnir made an appearance as well as enemies teleporting in via the Bifrost. 
Ragnarok is set a few years after the first game and will deal with following the mysteries of Atreus's heritage along with the challenges of Thimble Winter, the Great Winter, leading up to Ragnarok coming to Midgard. Santa Monica Studios revealed they gave us a glimpse of new attack abilities and Atreus' new runic summon in the trailer. Players will also be able to visit all nine realms in Ragnarok, opposed to only six in God of War. Specifically, Vanaheim, Swartofheim, and of course, Asgard. God of War Ragnarok had previously only been revealed with a teaser logo. It was subsequently delayed into 2022 and will be coming to PS5 and PS4 with the $10 upgrade path. Up next, sticking with the PlayStation Showcase event, IGN reports that in a surprise reveal, Insomniac announced Spider-Man 2, the continuing story of Peter Parker and Miles Morales in its video game Spider-Verse coming exclusively to the PlayStation 5 in 2023. Revealed at last week's PlayStation Showcase event, Venom was teased as at least one of the big bads you'll face in the trailer, alongside showing Peter and Miles taking down criminals together. While pushing the capabilities of the PS5 will be very exciting, we're equally pumped to craft all new stories for Peter and Miles in the sequel, Insomniac's Ryan Schneider said in a post on the PlayStation blog. Just as in our previous Spider-Man games, we not only want to tell a great superhero story, but also deliver a compelling human story, one full of heart and humor that dives deep into the people behind the mask. Schneider goes on to say that much of the original development team is returning for the sequel, including creative director Brian Interha and game director Ryan Smith. He also confirmed that Yuri Lowenthal and Najid Jeter will reprise their roles as Peter and Miles, respectively, and that Candyman and Final Destination actor Tony Todd will voice Venom. After introducing the series with Marvel's Spider-Man, Insomniac kicked off the PS5's life with the superb expand-alone game Spider-Man Miles Morales. That spin-off set things up for a sequel that could feature Peter Parker and Miles, and it seems Insomniac has been working on just that. It was also revealed during the showcase that Insomniac is making a Wolverine game with Marvel as well. The final report of the day, reports coming from, you guessed it, IGN, states that Shang-Chi writer Dave Callahan has revealed that he started working on Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse 2 a whole year before the first ambitious animated project was even released. During a recent interview with The Hollywood Reporter, Callahan explained that Phil Lord and Chris Miller drafted him in to pitch the sequel to Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse before the film had even hit theaters. He recalled an early meeting that he had 
with a high-profile pair in which he viewed some crude sketches for the first Spider-Verse film. Lord and Miller were still working on the first movie, Callahan recounted, reflecting on how he came to write the Spider-Verse sequel. They showed me an animatic, which at the time looked like napkin drawings with temp vocals and no animation styling behind it. I could feel the heart behind it, but I couldn't imagine how spectacular this thing could be yet. Callahan said he also looked at some still images of the art they had been working on before being asked to pitch a follow-up idea. Shortly after that, he started the very strange process of working on the sequel for a year before the original came out, though no one could ever have predicted the success of the Spider-Verse. It wasn't until that movie came out that it made any sense to anybody in the outside world what it was that I was up to, Callahan added. Then suddenly, the interest went from zero to 100 overnight. Suddenly, people loved the movie, and a couple of months later, it wins an Oscar, and then the trajectory changes a little bit. He admitted that Spider-Verse 2 had been in development for a very long time, and that the script for the sequel had been ever-evolving so much so that he is still actually working on it, though Lord and Miller are both involved now. He predicted they will be writing stuff for the movie right the way up until its release, which is planned for October 2022. I'm now writing it with Phil and Chris, Callahan said. Sometimes it's one of us. Sometimes it's two of us. Sometimes it's three of us. Depending on our availabilities, which I am very glad for because they were too busy finishing the first movie when I was writing the initial draft of the second, but I can't emulate their writing style. Sony Pictures Animation's follow-up to Into the Spider-Verse has picked up steam in recent months with the studio tapping a trio of directors to helm the film in April. That includes Joaquim Dos Santos, Justin K. Thompson, and Sol co-director Kemp Powers. The voice cast expanded in June, with Issa Rae joining in the role of Jessica Drew, a.k.a. Spider-Woman. And that's all the time for Hero Time this week. Thank you very much for listening to this week's edition of Hero Time. Join me again next week, where I keep you up to date on all the latest in pop culture news, for your absolute hearing pleasure. And don't forget you can follow me on Twitter at Phoenix Hero Time for all the pop culture news I post every day of the week. And if you want to catch up on this week's episode of Hero Time, listen to it again on Phoenix Radio Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and we'll scut. You know where to find my podcast there. Anyway, thanks again for listening. My name is Russell, and for all the programs you love, Keep it right to phoenixradio.com.au. Have a good day, everyone. Bye-bye.